Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Every rolling stone gets to feel Home sweet home is far away I'm a rolling stone who's been so alone until today Gonna take a sentimental journey Gonna set my heart at ease Might have been a back room Gonna take in, 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 in the, what they call the Viagra Triangle in Chicago. They call it that, but it's, it's yeah, down there by Rush Street. The back room was where people like Tony played at. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 90. Can we, dedicate, we dedicate, that, dedicate that to the Braves? Okay. Because that's what they're doing. Journey? Yeah, they're in Milwaukee, and then they're going to Boston. Ah, because yeah. of the okay yeah, the past, yeah. the past locations Absolutely. of that's that's what the Braves are doing this okay. weekend. We hope they sweep the whole thing. <laughs> I, I absolutely believe there's just a very few amount of people who remember may remember Milwaukee, and that's only because they talk about that connected with Hank Aaron and where right. he started. But mm-hmm. Boston, yeah. yeah, that's been that's been that's been a minute. That's that's the one that you got. I thought they were in Milwaukee longer. They were in Milwaukee thirteen years. It's not a real long time. No, and for and a major league franchise. Um, it's kind of like the Rams in St. Louis. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? Yeah. But well, they won a championship while they were there. Yes, yeah, and true. so did, and so did the Braves. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Who was? I wonder if he was a starter on. Is that Ernie Johnson, Senior? Was a pitcher on that team? Correct. In Boston? No, 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 no. In in Milwaukee. Milwaukee yeah, Milwaukee. 50, yes. That fifty-seven team. He was on. Yeah, he was on on the team in Milwaukee. Anyway, that's not why you called. Uh, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Barnesville. Barnesville. Yeah, Barnesville. Yeah, well, it is down in, down in wonderful uh, Lamar County, home of Buggy Days. Who? who? Buggy Days. Buggy Days. Yeah, is that like Peachtree like, City and the uh, golf carts? No, it's like a festival they have, like a little festival they have and in they, Barnesville. They, and people ride in the buggy. Riding around in the buggies? Yeah, that's what they do. You got to have something more than that to get me out there. Huh? When you think, what's up Oh, with I don't the know. You don't know. Once the buggy uh, stops, they might be somewhere with some great food and well, then there music you go. and all kinds of stuff. You tell me about that. Yeah, then that's then just the vehicle me. that gets you to, to, to the big thing that happens. Speaking of buggies, know. have you ever done this in your lifetime? Have you ever taken a hayride? <laughs> what, what you laughing at? <laughs> Max is like. <laughs> <laughs> we Listen, there are times when you and I are in the middle of a conversation and we're just oh, back goodness. and forth enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And Max is looking at us like we are speaking Chinese. <laughs> He just does not understand what the hell. You guys are just funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Um, 
And then I thought about my Bucky's experience. So it was just like a mix oh, of that. Oh, the Bucky's. He so, with the Bucky's. Yeah. yeah, he did this past week. Yeah. Then now did you go in and get you know one of his sandwiches? No, so I couldn't get anything because oh, that's the, right. yeah, oh, the system, the system, was, system down. was down, and I didn't carry cash. Um, at the moment, and then they're like, "Well, you can use the ATM, but the ATM charges you like three bucks." I'm like, "I'm right. not doing that. Yeah. That's three bucks." What <laughs> must that be like? At the system down. Oh, at the people system were down angry. They were like, "Are you kidding me?" Dude, like, you need to start your phone then. You need to start recording right <laughs> yeah, now. Oh man, because yeah. it's like I felt so bad for the employees. It's not their riot. fault. We had a riot and break out. So you've been <laughs> driving all the way from like. You know, Orlando, and that's the stop. Man, and weekend. I was, I had a nice cup of grapes and fruit, and then I had my, like, fruit, uh, body armor drink, and I'm like, oh, this is about to be so good. I can't wait. Get me through the drive. And then they're like, oh, yeah, you can't do it. Because the person in front of me was shaking their head, and I'm like, oh, it's probably just an angry customer. And then I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That's why he was upset. And then when I first walked in, the line was backed up with people upset. So I'm like, wow, these people are just not feeling the road today. And then, then it all made sense. So. Hmm. I felt so bad for the employees. I'm like, it's not their fault. There's nothing they could do about it. But. Yeah, but people want, so folks want to just blame somebody. Yeah, yeah, you got to point the finger at someone. I was like, oh, man. I said, it's okay. So I went to a different gas station. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. yeah I had, well, I had to get gas, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing. You, they, they got good prices for gas there. The best prices. Yeah. I got I to ask yeah. you. <laughs> so I was like, best on. prices, clean bathrooms. They have a monopoly. It doesn't make they, sense. Uh, you brought up buggies, and I was just going to ask you just off the top of my head, have you ever participated in a in a uh, hayride, me? Yeah. No. You ever done a hayride there, Max? I don't think so. This I is have. one again. I believe this is a north of the Mason Dixon line thing because it was like really, really prevalent in Illinois. I think Wisconsin I think hayrides are wherever it's a farm area. Well, that's what Illinois is. Yeah. That's what the Midwest is. Well, we got farms here too. We just don't right. have them around here in Atlanta, but and you know. ain't got no you ain't got no hay in them. You got. We we might have some hay. They gotta have some hay. They got they got livestock. They gotta feed them something. Yeah, well, why don't we get Larisha on the phone and find out what they do down there? She got them critters up under the porch. (laughs) We ain't gonna mess with the people out in Brunswick. Uh, Again, Sam and Greg here. We're gonna talk to (laughs) DA Lane coming up for the end of this hour, and we're gonna venture into Max's world. Gonna talk more World Cup with uh, Messi, and of course Atlanta United taking these guys on Tuesday night. Miles Garrett is gonna join us. Talk Braves, and coming up at eight forty. Going to have Heidi Rowe join us. Heidi is the uh, owner, along with her husband, of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. It has been on the casting call forever. But during this strike and everything else that's going on, people want to know, especially the actors, too, they are stepping up their voiceover game. But there's that question about, again, aren't you worried about the same thing as far as actors and artificial intelligence and taking your voice? or And there's other aspects of it. So we're going to have Heidi come on, talk about, what she has discovered as one of the reasons, well, you don't have to worry that much about it. And if you do run into these AI-type auditions, she will tell you, you know, her experiences with them, at least so far. Because this is still, you know, the Wild West. Yeah. So Heidi's going to join. I go back to Heidi for, she and I did a, uh, uh, worked for a company that was putting together video listings. So let's say American Express was going to advertise in this particular company. And we would go out to the American Express office, and we would shoot a video with the branch manager and so on and so forth, and it would be up on the site. You know the thing I did with uh, Jackie Wansley for Coca- mm-hmm. World for of Coke. Coca-Cola? Yeah. That's the same company. And, and Heidi did some of those videos, too. So never really took off, but that's where I met her at. All right, Mr. Crenshaw. Now, when you are done, give me a signal. If, if you do, if you don't, then we'll save it for another time in the show. But if you find yourself before the end of this segment with a little bit of time, I want to start playing a game with you and Max. So you can look forward to that. Just a little game. Nothing that's going to keep you out of college. Just something to have some fun with. 
All right. All right, I'm done. You can? Can I go now? <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right, all right, all right, all uh, right. We started, first of all, with some <laughs> with just some football notes. Of course, we're going to have uh, Chris Goforth later on going to come and talk about SEC media days. But no surprise, George is a preseason pick uh, to win the Southeastern Conference. They're the pick to win uh, the East in his last year, divisional play. West Alabama edges out LSU. We'll see who makes it to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And like I said, we're going to talk with Chris about that uh, at 920, more about that. Some HBCUs, some things. MEAC had their media days this week. North Carolina Central, number one. Howard, number two. South Carolina State, number three. CIAA had their preseason. Bowie State is the north. Fayetteville State is the south. Fayetteville State is the pick to win uh, their, their conference. All right, closer to home. Matter of fact, it's down the street and around the corner, other side of the interstate. Uh, Atlanta Open. We'll get things. As a matter of fact, they will start playing this morning at 10 a.m. The qualifying rounds. These are the players playing to get into the main draw. This, to me, this is some of the best tennis. Hang of on the a week. second, and I want you to continue. I always thought that the players were chosen specifically. They didn't have to have a playing tournament. You know, you, you well, you leave so many spots for guys to play their way in. You got a main draw, and the draw party okay. is coming up today at two o'clock. Well, you get you get invite to that. They get, well, I'm gonna go to the draw party, but but yeah, you can go to that, and then you put a lot of names and they make up, they put them, fill in the. The bracket, who gets to play who, and that's when we find out who plays who and, and what day. One player that everyone's looking forward to seeing is Chris Eubanks. Absolutely. He's back home. He's back in town after that amazing run at Wimbledon that made us all so very proud of him. And so it's great to see him, great to see his mom and dad. They were over there to say Chris in the court. Kyle Corver got on the other side. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle got a little game. <laughs> Kyle, got really? a little, yeah, Kyle got a little game. You man. know who Kyle Corver always reminds me of? Good. Of Oh, geez, I forgot his name. Our co-worker. Um, Triple. Rob. Rob Triple. Danny Lacanel, <laughs> Rob, a little bit of thing. A little bit, a little bit of yeah. Rob. A little bit of Rob in there. Um, so it was good to see that yesterday. But afterwards, we talked with Chris, and we talked about, you know, going to Wimbledon, achieving what he did, and what he attributes it to. And he says it's growing up on the south side of Atlanta. Yeah. No, I think it, it – I always say I think I was very, very lucky, um, very, very fortunate that I grew up in the city that I did in the time – that I did just because there were so many other really good tennis players who came first and kind of paved the way for me and then kind of took me under their wings from Jameer Jenkins to Donald Young to uh, Jameer's older brother Jermaine coached me for a while. I had an older cousin, Trey Eubanks, who played tennis at Michigan State. So I was really lucky to be in the city at the time because those guys had already either were in the midst of their collegiate or professional career or coaching afterwards and they kind of could show me the, the tips of the trade, I think, to kind of help my progression move along a little bit quicker. Hmm. I have two yeah. things that came to mind when I heard that. What's that? One is I actually know who the Jenkins, the Jenkins boys they're mm-hmm. talking about. They mm-hmm. also, they coached another name you might know. Yeah. Serena, uh, Serena and Venus. I think it was Venus mostly. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the other thing is when he talks about growing up on the South side in that particular time, okay. Other than the Jenkins until I met you, I never really knew of any other players that came but now, with with his emergence and Coco Golf, who we find out are friends yeah. and grew up playing, this I think it's not so much used to be a hotbed, but I think it is now. Yeah, yeah. I think it is right now. There is it, it, just white hot anticipation about who's next. Not only that, there doesn't seem to be any competition for the spotlight, which you see sometimes, mm. whether it's men or women's. You don't. You see them genuinely enjoying each other's company. At least that's what I hear. And so, yeah, I just found that a little bit unique. Plus, they're, and they're poking at each other. Oh, she's yeah. the one who gave him oh, the yeah. nickname to Giraffe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, of course, she's in town. She will play tomorrow night as part 
uh, the, uh, the exhibition that she plays, Layla Fernandez, tomorrow evening it gets things started, and we'll hear from Peter Lefford as the new tournament director coming up tomorrow. But one other thing we asked Chris about was just what having those weeks of success, because he won the tournament in Mallorca before coming into Wimbledon and having that uh, a remarkable run uh, there for two weeks. And here's what he talked about those wins and what they allow him to do going forward. I think I'd look at myself a little bit differently. I think I'd look at myself as like when I'm going into Grand Slams now, I'm, I'm, I think maybe expecting a little bit more of myself or I know what my capabilities are and what I can do. So I think it just kind of changes my outlook on going into even tournaments like this, an ATP 250, like before Mallorca, I probably wouldn't enter a 250, like, you know, really feeling like I could win it. And I think now I've kind of showed myself that I can. So I think it's just more of a mental uh, adjustment for how I view myself. Yep, and, and also knowing that other people have had a chance to see him more and observe him more and, they, and, and, and get ready and prepare for him. So we'll see what happens with him and find out today when the draw comes out when he will be playing. And I know people will want to go out and cheer him on. So that's, uh, um, that's happening today. They got some great things. So they got this mural. There's an interactive mural with the plays that have been done by the, by the students at SCAD. That right. is on display over at Atlantic Station. People will see when they go to see the tournament. There's a lot to see and do, as always, around the event. And like I said, tournament director is going to join us. And let's not sleep on, speaking of local here, and I'll even get back to it, the top of the leaderboard after the first round of the Open was a dude from Georgia Tech. Uh, from Georgia. No, at, 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 uh, at, 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 at the Open. At British Open? Yeah. It's Georgia. I think it's Georgia he, Tech. He, he, think, I'm pretty think, sure it's Georgia Tech. I, I, think, I think Harmon's from Georgia. Uh, not it, Harmon. It, I'm talking about the, the kid who was leading after the first round who with the longer name who I can't pronounce. He's from a European country, but he's attending Georgia Tech right now. Okay, well, I know Brian Harmon. Who's no, no, that's not who I'm talking about. Okay, I'm well, the leader after okay. the first round. Okay, well, Brian Harmon is your leader now yeah. by, by five. Okay, well, Georgia's, again, he, making some noise. Yep, he's from, from Savannah. He got rounds of 67 and 65. Speaking of golf, we, and we got a little second before we have to take the break. Uh, speak, speaking of golf, shout out to Rivers Academy at Alpharetta. They won the uh, PGA Invitational National Boys Championship uh, beat uh, Milton out by six shots. So congratulations to uh, Rivers Academy uh, out of Alpharetta. They are national uh, high school golf champions. Now you got something okay. you want us to play. What we, what we oh, play. well, how much time do we have, Max? You, you want to play a little game? Uh, we kind of have like a minute. We could save it or we could. Let's save it. Okay, you want to save I wanna, it? Yeah, because I want to ask you. And again, it's just something silly and the audience can play along with it too. But something I saw, I said, you know what? I'm going to just throw this out here. It's just a nonsensical little fun thing. Okay. And, and, and okay. No, I don't want to even start it because then people could kind of go mm. look and see what. And it's doing. a good tease, you know. We have a yeah, really yeah, interesting we, game we, coming we, up. We do a top of the hour or something. Okay. All yeah. right, that'll be perfect. All right. After Max's world. Yeah. What do we got coming up next, Mr. Crenshaw? I have no idea why my voice went up like that. Yeah. Why did it go? Why it flat like that? You. you, you going through puberty, I guess. Are you looking for some some school supplies or something? People I ain't well, man. <coughs> see, see, that's that, that's not good. You can't go to school sounding like that. You, you, you can't go to school sounding like that. But tell you what, we're going to get people ready to go to school. In the lane, uh, it's just getting set for an event coming up next Saturday. We want to tell you all about it. D.A. Lane, former UGA standout, is going to join us. Uh, it's Sam and Greg, well, most of Greg, uh, with you here on Saturday morning, Sports Radio, 9290 Game and 9290Game.com. You can hear us everywhere on Odyssey. Watch Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 22nd day of July. We are still working on our guest there. Like a little Peter Gabriel. 
Yeah. yeah no. Oh, yeah, now. Oh, That's nice. The person in my house loves her some Peter Gabriel. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no. And I ain't talking Jesse. Okay. <laughs> I have something that I wanted to say. What's that? About, are we still waiting for our guest? Yeah. We'll... Okay. Um, I'm going to get real with you for a second. Yeah. Because of something that happened on this day. When I first started hanging out with Tracy, you know, she, the two kids were younger than me, single age. And what she instilled in them then, um, early, you know, early on, and what they would do is they, she made them, in their prayers, acknowledge the kids of Susan Smith. Do you remember that woman? Mm-hmm. Who, who let her kids go into mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. went to jail for it and everything. Yeah, but that yeah. happened on this day in South Carolina. Yeah. Happened on this day in um, 1995. Yeah, I remember that clearly. I was living and working in North Carolina at the time. So that was, that was, that was a big, 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 big story. I will never forget that, that she made Kyla McKenna include those two kids in their nightly prayers. Wow. Yeah. I just, when I saw that, I was like, man, it takes me back. And I know she's feeling a certain way right now hearing this. But, yeah, made, made, made the kids put that in there. Anyway, mm-hmm. Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game.com. We're waiting on um, D.A. Lane. We hope we hear, hear, hear from him. Yeah. I, I want to get his thoughts on what Georgia basketball is getting to do right now as we speak right now. Are they enjoying themselves way? Well, we're hanging no, out. That, that's, that that's, not, that's a wrong accident. Wrong, oh. wrong, wrong accent. Hang on. Oh, Take oh, he's there? No, I was gonna. No, oh. I was gonna say we could all play the game that you wanted if you want. Right. You want to do that? Okay. Hopefully, my voice will hold up. All right. So I saw this this past week, and I thought, you know what? If there's a lull in the action, and this seems to fit that, I'm gonna have with some fun with my folks, and just see where they land with this. And and the, and the people listening, maybe they know or don't know. I want to ask you if you can tell me who is the all-time passing leader for these particular NFL teams. All right. So we can start with the Falcons. We'll just start there. And if you had to guess, who would you say it is? Uh, Matt, Matt Ryan. Easy. I'm about to say Matt Ryan. Okay. Don't tell me they don't have this on, him on there. Of course what? they do. Hang on a second. Not the first question. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I assumed <laughs> it was on there, but I'm looking at this, and I don't see the Falcons. Hang on. It's got to be here because they got all the teams. <laughs> the Falcons are left off. Yeah. I'm Come just on, saying. man. Come on. Come on. All right, well, I'll come back to that. I'm not kidding you. They don't have the Falcons on here. No they got way. all the other teams. All right, we'll go to this. Um, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, that's a good one. Um, oh, man. You want to take a guess? Um, it's not still Tarkington, is yes, it? Yes, it is. Tarkington, here we go. I would not have guessed that. Good yeah, guess, Sam. Yeah. The what? Houston, whatever they're calling themselves now. Texans? <laughs> Texans. Who is the pass, all-time passing leader? It's not Watson. Nope. Definitely not Watson. Um, and these are some tough teams. They all play in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. It is Matt Schaub, 23,221. Jacksonville Jaguars. I would have not have guessed that, by the way. Yeah. No, me either. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, uh, guess his name, Lefty. Right, uh, yep. Yeah. Mark Brunel. Brunel, yeah, Brunel. All right, let me see if I can go, because some of these are pretty obvious. Uh, all right, the Bears. Oh, oh. Now, remember, they don't throw the ball. They had to turn around and hand it off to Defense somebody. Defense and run game, yeah. 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 But who yeah, would you yeah. say is the all-time passing leader with the Bears? It's not McMahon. No. 
McMahon was going to be my guess. No. No, not McMahon. Be- before McMahon, not since. No. No? It's Somebody just, since? Yeah. McMahon? Yeah. Wow. Who threw the ball quite a bit. Didn't win a whole lot, but he threw the ball quite a bit. Jay Cutler. Oh, wow. wow. Matt Ryan is on this list here. Trash so I, talker. He was just sort of in there. Um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who is their all-time passing leader? They haven't had the best uh, history here. I mean, I know you guys know the Giants and the and, the, and New Orleans and yeah, yeah. And, and and Carolina and San Francisco and you know I'm Seahawks. San Francisco. Somebody like DeBerg? No. Uh, At nineteen thousand seven hundred and thirty-seven, Jameis Winston. Wow. Oh. Really? This was a little game. He probably really? has the most interceptions there, too, Oh, yeah, right? he easily has interceptions. And, and also more crab legs. But, 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 <laughs> Come yeah. on. Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Oh, um, Steve McNair. Thank you. Now you no, 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 not no, 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 not Steve. Not McNair. No, not McNair. But you're not far off in the person and the description of him and, you know, just one of the – as far as I remember, one of the nicest guys there is, but he ran into a little bit of troubles there. Warren Moon, thirty-three thousand six hundred eighty-five. Oh, you count Houston though. Well, I'm just we saying the franchise. Yeah. Okay. Well, then Warren you're gonna throw that in there. Warren Moon didn't play no games in Tennessee. Kansas City. Kansas City Chiefs. You still Dawson. That's it. Okay. Glenn Dawson. We know who's gonna break that. Now this one. Yeah, Mahomes. This Mahomes. one threw me. Because I thought there's no way this dude is it, given the history of this team. The Raiders. Or the Raiders. Carr? Yes. With with Stabler and the he Mad is, Bomber. He is underrated. Daryl Monica, I all them boys. I, I think, I think. 26,896. You're not a Carr guy, right? I, He's not. I, I'm, I'm higher in Carr than most people. What has he done? What, who did he beat? I think it's just hard to win in this league, though. I mean, there's uh-huh. a lot of there's a lot of people who haven't won that are really talented. But he, I mean, he makes he got, a lot of mistakes. I don't, he mean, does, he I, don't, does. I don't mean win at all. I mean just win. Period. Are okay. You taking Dak over him? Um, Dak's won more. I mean, but one, one Dak's had a playoff really, games. really. Played over how many times? Car. I'm not saying I'm not picking Car either. But between he's had the a much better team though. All right, gentlemen. Cleveland Browns. Kozar. No. Good guess. Since Kozar, the, 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 the quarterback job at Cleveland has been a revolver. That's kind of like always the switching. It and really like the Bears. Yeah. At 23,713, Brian Seip. Brian Seip. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Those, those Brian Seip teams should have made a Super Bowl. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. Um, the Browns. So, yeah, the Cincinnati yeah, man, Bengals. Yeah, they, were, they were good. Then. Oh, man, it's just like a fumble at the goal line. We yeah, got them in there. You right. see their whole revamp now, too. They're getting new jerseys, new helmets. They even have, like, a new logo. They're, they're trying. Okay. But I'm sorry, what was the team? Uh, Cincinnati. Oh, um, 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 Boomer. Nope. <laughs> Not Boomer. Not Boomer. At uh, 30, Anderson. There you go, Ken Anderson. Yeah. 32,800. Looked like the Cowardly Lion. 30, yes, he kind of did. I didn't look at this. Yeah, like um, okay, here's one. Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore that, that's Ravens. That's not Flacco. Yes, it is. Wow. 38,245. Uh, the others, you know, it's just amazing that as we sit here and get ready for this season, and I ask you who's the all-time leader for the Jets, and 
you would never think to give the obvious answer, but it is. Namath? At 27,057, Joe Namath is still the passing leader still. of the New York Jets. Yeah, absolutely, man. But, you know, Miami and, and, and New England. When you think about some guys who last a long time, we talk, We just ran off Lane Dawson, mm-hmm. we just ran off Fran Tarkenton and Joe Namath. I mean, these are guys going back to the 60s. Right. And you think about all the evolutions in the game right now, you know. And but they, they – you know what? I make a case you, for this. I can argue that because of teams like the Raiders, they had to throw the ball – a, to stay away from the defenses that you had. You had you had defensive lines with names. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a name to your defensive line, the fearsome foursome, the purple people leaders, all of them dudes back then, and they just to beat the you-know-what out of each other on a regular basis. Steelers knew they were going up against the Raiders. The Raiders knew they were going against Miami. It was the AFC back then. Um, obviously, Buffalo, you know who that is. Uh, New, England, um, New England, Miami, um, Pittsburgh, you know who that is. Denver. Chargers, that's a pretty easy one. Colts, obviously. Uh, Let me ask you guys this question sure. then. Would you say, and obviously the game has changed, it's a different game, and I don't mean to always just compare eras, but would you say the quarterback, like when you think of some of the quarterbacks that could break these records, it's a lot of nowadays quarterbacks, like Joe Burrow and the Mahomes and the Allens. Well, Allen, that would be a little tough. But do you think that this is the best time in quarterback era? Doesn't mean like they all have to be the goats, but I mean just as far as just unanimously how much talent is in that position, because like each franchise has like almost the the guy. I think this is a very unique time in the AFC. That's how I answer it's that question. Scary. Just the AFC, the NFC, eh, kind of top heavy, but across the board, the AFC. It's much like that era back then. I mean, you know, you talk about those all-time great teams that beat each other up on the in the AFC. So that's that's how I answer that question. How about you, Sam? Yeah, I mean that, that's the thing. You 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 do have some guys who, like you said, with Mahomes, will eventually, if things go the way they continue, will will, will surpass Lynn Dawson. Um, but I think each era has its own. You know, right, right. The, 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 like I said, the, the way the games evolved. You're thinking about the guys from the '60s who still have the records for their teams. Although things have evolved the way they have, you know, recently. And yeah, it's more of a throwing game you know, big time now. And so we'll see what happens with those records. But I just think it's, 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 it's generational. And during that time, it was different because, you know, the the AFL, like you said, the AFC, right. they were more wide open. And the NFL was a ground and pound, you know, kind of football. You know, the coaches, the, the teams embodied the mentality of the coaches. So the, yep, yep. Vince Lombardi, you know, he was going to throw it when he had to. He, he, he really wasn't. Yeah, you don't see Bart Starr on any list of passing. Right. You know what I mean. So that's to me that's that, that's what, what, what the kind of dig. They are now Arizona, but the Cardinals. Who's their all-time passing leader? The Cardinals. At three at uh, thirty-four thousand six hundred and thirty-nine, Jim, Jim Hart. Hart. Yeah, I was going to think Jim Hart. And, and that was St. Louis. Yeah, the Rams. Speaking of St. Louis, but the Rams. Who is the Rams all-time? I would have said somebody else, but the Rams. And you throw in all two or three locations they've been at. (laughs) Or or the two, I guess. They went from one to the other and then then back. And I thought this would be more yards. But 23,758, Jim Everett. Wow. Jim Everett. Man, Um, he got in a fight with Jim Rome. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He's famous. The man who made Jim Rome famous. Anyway. And Washington, as we watched Magic Johnson be a part of that news conference, the sale of the uh, the commanders went through, 
and Magic's one of the investors, but they're going to put him out front as much as possible. Absolutely. And so he was there. But who's the uh, who's Washington's all time best? That's not a bad guess. Nope. I wouldn't think. No, it's not him. It's the ob- I thought it'd be an obvious one. Theismann. Twenty-five thousand two hundred and six. Theismann's, Theismann's, there Theismann's right now, the, is, is the Redskins number. Excuse me, Commanders, whatever you want to call them. Um, passing leader. How about Philly? Philly. Jaworski. No. I would, you know what? I might have said that one, too. It is Donovan McNabb. 32,873. Okay. And the Cowboys. This should be an easy one. Uh, oh, stop by. Nope. 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 It's not Romo. Oh, Aik- it Aikman. is. Aikman. It's Romo? It is Romo. Romo. Aikman wow. didn't have to throw the ball that much. He had Emma Smith behind him. You know? But, uh, yeah, Romo, 34,183. I mean, he might be inched past those other guys, but yeah, we're almost got the thing. Anyway, just a little something fun to have, have a little fun with with you guys. Look at that. It came in perfect time. Ah, boy. St. Your Average idiot you're dealing with here. We will try and get D.A. <laughs> Lane Baker back with yeah. us. But up next, going to venture into Max's world. We've already heard about Bucky's, but we'll find out what he's got going on next. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. My man over here is finger popping and head bobbing to this one. Loves this one. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. 929 Max, as we get ready to find out what's going on through your mind, you have heard the stories about Greg Maddox since you've been here in Atlanta. Maybe you followed it down there. And you knew, you had heard that this guy pitched like he was double parked, correct? Maddox, they got, I wonder what it would be like now. With the time check, with the with the pitch clock, wouldn't bother him one bit. Nope, 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 nope. And I say that because wouldn't bother him one bit, man. <laughs> say this because on this day, 1997, Maddox pitched a complete game, and he only threw 76 pitches. Yeah, that's a Greg Maddox pitch game. That's crazy. Yeah, that and always with the guy was under two hours. It seemed like yep regularly, but yep. yeah, 76 pitches. That one stood out to me. And to throw that one out there. Wow. Anyway. He's throwing grounders. Yes, he, he, yes, he, he was. He would throw them and that ball would go straight to the ground. I mean, as long as his infield was tight, you know, Greg Maddox was with him. Who was right. that? Who was that? And, again, just think about this and come back with the answers. But we talk about Maddox. We talked earlier about uh, a couple – last week we talked about um, Steffi Graf. She was another one. Yeah. Who he, played like she was double parked. Just quick, just quick, man. How many other people, how many other professionals did that? You could you – could, Say, man, they, they worked officially, and, and you better get in your seat early. Well, well you know what? I don't, I don't know how fast his games went, but Bob Gibson was one of those guys who didn't spend a lot of time yeah. looking in. Everybody knew what he wanted. Yep. You know, you knew what was. You just, better not dig just, in. Just sit, just sit the target up there. You're the catcher. Don't give You don't got to worry about the signs. Or just sit it up there. <laughs> you know that's We had a guy like that, man. We're sorry, Max. Go ahead. What's going on with you, partner? No, you're good. You're good. There's a lot um, that happened in this past week for me, so a little story time, and then I'll get into some big UFC news, really, really big UFC news. Uh, First and foremost, the post that I shared with you guys, that was a crazy story, so my mom was in town. And And we didn't meet her last week. I know, I I know. She said next time. 
Um, but yeah, right. We'll get there. We'll we'll make it work. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, we were um, in Target. And she wanted to get something from my Aunt Sonia. So we're looking at something. We get back in the car and like my phone, everyone is sending me this Instagram post. I'm like, okay, mom, just one second. And uh, so we're going and I open it up. And I'm like, wow, I remember interviewing Bobo a couple months ago. I'm like, I remember he actually told me about Kevin Durant. And then I'm like, I wonder if that's why. And then I, all of a sudden I played the volume. Uh, and I'm like, wait a second, that's my voice. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that is my voice. And so I'm like, I remember that. So it was just pretty cool that ESPN and Bleach Report and the NBA shared that. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. That was really cool. Um, the Knicks have done that before too, but the Knicks took my question out. So you just got Julius Answers' response, Julius Randall's. But um, that was really cool that ESPN did. So that, that was a really cool moment, and then my mom got to see that. So she was like, I'll always remember that. So that was a really cool memory. Then I'm in the store, and I run into ISO Joe Johnson. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, are you giving Ryan Hollins uh, the business? Because Ryan's a good friend of mine, and they play in the big three together now. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, you still got it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I still got it. And I'm like, <laughs> he, I don't think people realize how big NBA players are. Like, because yeah. when you think of Joe Johnson, you think of a guard. And this guy is just humongous. He's a like, good-sized guy. Man. He's a huge dude, and, and he's still in great shape. I know he does a lot of yoga, too, which is pretty cool. A lot of people talk about that. Um, but he's loving the big three. And I think a lot of people need to realize what Ice Cube is doing, I think, is so cool. And I know it seems like he's kind of going head-to-head with Adam Silver at the moment, but He's not a fan of what the NBA is, how they're treating the big three, I guess. But I think it's really cool because there's a lot of players who still have something like Joe Johnson, for example, still have a lot to offer. I think a lot of people still love to see a lot of these guys play, but of course they're not getting up and down or they may not be playing an 82 back-to-back game season. But in a half-court setting, it's still really cool to see some of these legends play. And I think as the league grows, I think we're going to continue to see maybe some of the bigger, like the biggest names Hey, you know what? I'll play a season. It'll be cool to play half court. So, could you imagine seeing, like I said, some like maybe Carmelo Anthony? Like, if you see him in the big three, that'd be perfect for him. Yeah, doesn't I've have already to... predicted what's going to happen. Really, he's going to go back and forth with Adam Silver or whoever else with the NBA, and they will come to some sort of agreement at some point, and then you got yourself a senior league for the NBA. Yeah, like I think it'd and be he perfect. Would use that, for, and then the league would swallow that up and control it, just like they swallowed up. Well, they created WNBA. Yeah, but a senior league for the NBA, I see that happening, and Ice Cube's gonna sit back and just spend his money. Yeah, because you don't need it, and yeah. and and that's that's what I see happening. Yeah, how you guys I, would feel about that? I would love that because yeah, think, think about that'd it. be cool. Yeah, you have a league before the NBA. I mean, obviously you have college or you have the G League, and then now you have the NBA, of course, and then post NBA. And so this way, when they're not ready necessarily to just retire, they still love the game. They're still in pretty good shape. I think it just gives them a really cool opportunity to still. One, make money. Two, have play the game they love, and people can still see them play. And yeah, there's G League players though too in in the, you know, in, in the three on three. But I think if it's taken over, it's got to be only star. I mean, only players from the NBA. Yeah, because that's going to draw the people. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So that that was really cool. And just like I said, he was such a nice guy too. Because I was just I was walking around I'm like that guy looks just like Joe Johnson. And then because he had his hoodie on at first, and I was like, wait a second. I'm yeah. like, that is Joe Johnson. So I was like, I saw Joe. <laughs> and he was just, he was so cool. Um, the next thing I wanted to get to, I'm about to kind of nerd out here. And so there's this guy. He's probably one of the scariest dudes the UFC has seen. His name is Hazmat Chemaev. And he's literally mauled everyone that he's fought. Like, his last fight that he fought was against Kevin Holland. And Kevin Holland's well-respected. He's a tough guy. He doesn't quit. Chemayev not only beat him in the first round, he didn't get hit once. Like, not one time. 
the whole fight. Really? Whoa. Yeah, he, I've never seen anything like that because it wasn't like it ended in five seconds. The, the fight was probably two, three minutes long. Did not get hit so one what time. So what's his, what's his he, he, deal? What does he do? He nonstop pressure in his wrestling is almost kind of like what made Khabib Khabib. It's just that overwhelming strength and skill once he gets a hold of you. It's like people just don't know what to do. And so last fight he did, and then his post fight, he just he says he wants to attack everybody. He's like, like yeah, he oh, he's he's a menace. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, like he'll. They said when he he had COVID at one point in time, and the doctors and like everyone had to force him to not be in the gym because he would not leave the gym. Like he'll train literally all day. People have to force him out because he can overtrain. And so he's this guy that everyone's kind of scared of, but he's had trouble making weight, and I think that's one of the worst things about. The UFC is the weight cuts. It's just not good for you. But he used to fight at 170. He has to now move up to 180 because he kept missing weight at 170. This guy he's about to fight is named Costa. He looks like an action figure. Like he's just <laughs> jacked. He's jacked. And finally, this is going to be the fight where if Chemayev can beat this guy, because this guy is huge. So I don't know. He's big for the – like he has to cut probably – I don't have this exact, but I know a guy probably walks around like 220. And he probably cuts down to 180. Like you, when you look at him, you're like, "There's no way he weighs 180 pounds." And so this will be the first time Chamayev may fight someone who could be stronger than him. And so it'll be a true test. And I feel like if he wins this fight, you'll he'll become a household name because the fight after this will be a title fight. And that's kind of like what we're all waiting to see. He could be one of those next big guys for the UFC. So that fight got announced. And lastly, in the UFC, um, Charles Oliveira is now fighting Islam in the rematch. Islam is Khabib's prodigy. We've, I think he's only lost one time in his career. It was very early on. And since then, the guy's been on a streak. And so for UFC fans, it's like the, this is what makes the UFC special is the best always fight the best. Dana White doesn't play around with that. He's like, we're not, you're in your prime. You're winning. You're winning. You guys are going to fight. And so finally we got that. So UFC 294 has the whole MMA world going crazy. And so I was like, i got to tell Sam and Greg. Yeah. So, yeah, so definitely watch out for that. And then okay. as, I know we always talk about Connery. Uh, Greg, you may have been right. You may have been 100% right. I, My goodness. I, I just, <laughs> this guy with every week that goes by, he makes yeah, me say yeah. something that I never thought that sentence would come out of my mouth. And yet he did it again this week. Now, I've heard about these things happening. Usually it's family members back and forth. You never love so-and-so. But the dude punched somebody allegedly at a funeral. Wait, recently? This past week, and they had the footage of him leaving rapidly into a car with somebody else, and then they took off. There was a funeral. I didn't even know that. Yeah, wow. there's a funeral this past week How that he attended, that? and allegedly there was some kind of back and forth with somebody, and there's, there's no footage of that, but he left quickly. Yeah, that's usually not a good sign. And, and split. Not good at all. And it's hard. Like, I can't even defend him. Like, what makes Connor so unique and such a fan favorite is his crazy attitude. And, like, that's really just genuinely who he is. People love that. win. But, yeah, not you only do you have win. to win, you can't do certain things, and he does. So it's, like, it's a blessing and a curse. Like, there's just, like, it seems like he has to have a babysitter or else yeah. he gets yeah, in trouble. We, we have watched people who have done some, not really repugnant things, but they've just knuckleheads. But they win. But they win, and we somehow look the other way. Right. Connor's not winning. So you can't do that now. No. <laughs> yeah, not that you should do it the first place, but yeah, you can't do it now. The next thing I wanted to bring up, and it's my last thing, and I wanted to ask you guys this, and we alluded to it a little bit pre-show, um, and then obviously talking about Messi. Has Miami, like, immersed? And like I said, Miami's obviously always been a very popular place, so it's not like it just came out of nowhere. But is it reaching that, 
L.A., New York status when it comes to just Why not? What attention is and success? What does L.A. have that Miami doesn't have? Well, for as one, far as stars. the most sports teams. But. Okay, but is each one of those, they, they got more stars on the, on, the, on the Angels that people want to see than the Dodgers. Dodgers got some stars. Right. But I, ain't, I, ain't, you know, I would think twice about going to pay to see Mookie Betts. We're here in Atlanta. Yeah, we'd like to see Freddie Freeman. Other than right. that, Clayton, Clayton, Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw isn't the Clayton Kershaw of Have five old. years ago. So you think Miami's Again, they right have, there. Again, they have the stars, they have the sports, and they have that extra oomph. And the entertainment. And yes, and they have that, that, that South, Beach, South Beach location. Yep. Destination. Yes. Yep. So Miami's there, especially now. You know, I actually wanted to share this stat with you, too. Messi... I believe the soccer team was at a 1 million followers before he got there on Instagram. They are now at 10 million yeah. ever since he joined. About it. You believe and 9 got- million followers by the time he joined them. And the thing is, he's bringing, he's bringing folks with private jets to the game. Yeah, he Kim Kardashian there, he was there. He got Kardashian, he got Serena. You know, you got all these folks with private jets going to see him, and they're doing it to be seen. Where can I go this week to be seen? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's now that conduit that brings people, you know, together, and it helps their brand. So now they can put some silly. I'm sorry, I'm surprised I didn't see Jennifer Lopez. Now imagine if they get Damian Lillard, another star. Like, because I think that's what the the Heat obviously I, they're so weird. Because when you think of like the best teams in the East next year, typically people are like, oh, I wonder what Milwaukee's going to do. Oh, Boston got better. We just always forget somehow the Heat have been in the last two Eastern Conference Finals out of yep. the last four years. Yep. Yeah. But if they do add another star, that could just be another because they don't. I feel like is Jimmy Butler a superstar? I wouldn't say he's a superstar. No, he's a great. He's 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 a money player. He's he's probably the best. You can say what you want about LeBron, but money player. We all say the same thing in the playoffs when it's a big game. We know that Jimmy. We just feel like Jimmy Butler is going to do something those last five minutes, and in most cases he does. Right. So he's a money player. Yeah. But. They get us another star. I'm like Miami. You consider that roster though. Remember what that roster was basically made out of. Guys, yeah. they picked up and said, "Hey, you want to come play?" G League players, right? And, you know, I still uh, think there's a sleeping giant, and everybody, nobody's talking about it, and, and they're enjoying the fact that people are talking about Miami, and that's Milwaukee. You don't sleep on that Chris Middleton signing. Oh no, no, and they, not at his all. coming no. back, and those guys being healthy. Oh yeah, and and Giannis, just all kinds of worked up into a lather about everybody else being talked about as the best player. In, Oh, yeah, and there's Giannis in Milwaukee. That's staying with him. I agree. I agree. So I think Milwaukee is going to just talk about steamrolling some folks. I'm, I'm looking for that to happen next year. I, I would love to see that. But that's it for Max's role. I was going to share the Bucky story, but we talked about it a little bit earlier. I still love Bucky's. I'm still loyal to Bucky's, but you've never experienced a gas station shut down like that. <laughs> Pretty crazy. And then that many people. It, it seems like it's Black Friday every time at Bucky's. <laughs> okay, sorry, man. I can't, my you okay is, over there? No, I'm not okay, man. <laughs> oh, I'm like, man. My bed is calling me. All right, all right. My all bed right, is calling right, right. me. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be. Happy 82nd birthday to P. P. Buckadelic George Clinton. Oh, there you go. You we got to play some Parliament coming back, man. We play some. Yeah. You had yeah. me worried at first. No, 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 the first part, I'm like, oh, my, what? I was at that meeting. Tell the roof off. Tell the roof off. And on this, born on the same day, 76 years ago, these two names Albert Brooks and Don Henley. Ah, okay. And I understand the Eagles are going to go and do one more farewell tour. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see that because of who's not there. Yeah, It's like watching the Beatles reunion right now. You know, no, it, you know, you ain't got the guys. So without Glenn Fry, not so much. Now, if he was going out on his own, it'd be an okay show, but not that. Also, 
Are you ready for another one of those pieces of insignificant information? I would do this during casting call, but since I got Heidi coming up, I won't do it. You know, I've talked about how I got cut out of these projects, and I don't feel bad because there are people who have been cut out of movies, famous people, and the one I've always used was Kevin Costner. He was in The Big Chill. He was supposed to be in the opening scene, but what you saw was Kevin Costner's wrist because it was at the funeral. Okay. So that's all you saw of him. Here's one I did not know about. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. E.T. Whoa. Elliot's teacher. Okay. In E.T. was Harrison Ford. And it was cut out. They filmed the scene. Ah. I think it was that scene where, you know, E.T. gave him some kind of special and he grabbed that girl. He was watching the movie. I don't know. I can't remember the scene. But it was a scene in school with his, with you know, in the classroom or whatever. But they, his teacher was going to be Harrison Ford. And this is Harrison Ford pre-Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah. This is 82, so I think it might have been that same year, but he'd obviously done Star Wars. But I didn't know that. He was, gonna be, he was Elliot's teacher in E.T. Insignificant information. That's what yeah. we do here on Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And I've just been given something to say that George Clinton at the Variety Playhouse in February. With, oh, he they got a picture of him. Really? But, but, but I think he is coming to town for something. But hey, You shout, ever seen them? Shout out to Mark Melvin. He showed oh, a picture no. of him being on, being on stage, actually got on stage with George Clinton. Yeah, I've seen yeah. several. That was one year that they came to town about four times. What? Yeah, that was one, one year when they were landing. To the, the Omni? Uh, Omni, to the, to the stadium. To, you know, they were inside. They were outside. They were everywhere. <laughs> uh, but they came to town about four times one year. Here's the question. Who, op- who opens up for Parliament? Oh, so glad you asked. Good. Okay, let me sit back and enjoy this answer. Bootsy. Oh, Bootsy Collins. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'll never forget. At the Omni, George Clinton, uh, Mothership Connection was a big yep. album. They were opening for Rufus and Shaka Khan. Oh, okay. And so, but before George Clinton comes out, they just threw Bootsy out there. He wasn't on the <laughs> bill or anything. And they, they, their album had just dropped. Right. And a lot of people didn't know. And out comes Boot just slamming this bass guitar, man. Right. And people like people loved it. People loved it. Then George Clinton came on. And when Shaka Khan came on for getting half a words, people started hitting the door. What? Yeah. Your homegirl. Now, why you want to put that on me? But that's your, you, why you want to put my name in your mouth? Because she is your homegirl. You went and paid money to see her, so obviously yeah, she I was got absolutely that way. You know, you want to see Shaka Khan. I got that so. picture with me and her. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll I, put it up on yeah. the net. When she was over a good day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's, she's a proud Chicagoan. Yes, yeah, she is. But there's, yeah. hey, Frank Sinatra forgot words on stage a lot. Yeah. So she can do that. Um, happy 57th birthday to Hall of Famer Tim Brown. Okay. Speaking of uh, football players yeah. and wide receivers. Notre Dame. All right, moving into the 8 o'clock hour again. Our guest is ready to join us. He is? Yes. He's going to give us a shout. He's going to come on. The guest we were supposed to have last segment? He's he going to join us. Oh, now. okay. Well, then that, 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 that's let everybody okay. know who's coming up then. D.A. Lane's going to join us. going to talk about in the lane and, um, you know, Getting everybody ready for back to school. And he's going to come and talk about that. And we're talking a little bit about the Bulldogs and why he didn't get to go on a trip to Italy when he was playing for them. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Special guest coming up later on in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to talk. I mean, just put this on your radar for those of you out there considering getting into doing voiceover work. I've had him on the casting call forever. Atlanta voiceover studio. One of the owners, Heidi Rowe, is going to join us. But during this crazy time when the strike is going on, people are trying to find outlets, not only the actors, but just what is there for people who want to start doing voiceover work. Because I talk to you folks on a regular basis about venturing into this. But now with AI, uh, maybe this isn't the best time. Well, Heidi's going to come and talk about that and let you know that 
Maybe you got nothing to worry about. But she's going to join us. And then uh, Miles Garrett, Fox 5, will join us talking Braves. That is all coming up. It is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning, 22nd day of July, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.